When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. I mean, French is just a language that makes a fool of you. Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy, and I'm... (laughs) I'm a totally fucked up... (laughs) unprofessional podcaster (laughs) my name is amy no i got a glimpse of my notes (laughs) never mind my name is amy and i'm proud gen xer born in 1977 and i'm her sister jenny born in 1974 so jenny i wanted to talk about our um episode the nephews what about it okay so as you remember that was royal wilder yeah Dropping off his piece of shit kids to that <laughs> who's, who's the biggest sucker in the world? My younger brother. Here's my kids. Watch them. What I didn't realize is that they are also the parents of Jenny Wilder, Shannon Doherty, who comes to live with Laura Manley. Oh, right. Later. Well, where right. is she? Where is she in that episode? That's what no one knows. Oh, the, well. And it's interesting because in that episode, I, I found a thread that was talking about this. And you know who Jenny Wilder is, who plays Jenny Wilder? Shannon Doherty. I just said that. Oh, sorry. I'm long over. <laughs> so what's interesting <laughs> is that um, when when Royal shows up with another one of his kids that he wants to like pawn off on someone. Yeah, here's Manly. Manly's like, I want to introduce you to my brother, Royal. Like they never met. Who never met? Laura? Laura Laura and Royal. Oh, they clearly have. Continuity error. Again. I mean, there's no continuity in this show. They have, well, as we see in this episode, there's some dodgy history timelines too. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) And um, so some people are surmising, like Graham would say, surmising. That the baby she's pregnant with is Jenny when she says she's pregnant and he takes a head dive off the uh, raft. But that timeline won't add up because they're already 12 and 13. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. But I did share in the Mimi Bees a real-life picture of Royal. Oh, so he did exist. He did exist, yeah. And the kids existed? Yeah, I don't know if those were their names. Right. But he did have two boys and a girl. Mm, okay. So, okay. All right, Jenny, anything going on in your world? 
Um, you had your ceiling drilled apart? I had construction done at my apartment this past weekend, and that was tons of fun. And I've been cleaning up dust for like, I don't know, <laughs> days now. <laughs> so that's always a good time. Um, yeah. What else is going on? I've been in New York for a week straight now. Oh, nice. And I'm going to be there for all of this week, and then I'm going to California again. Okay. All right. We're recording while you're in California? We probably should. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, by the time you guys hear this, I don't know when this is going to air, but I'm real close to seeing the Avid Brothers. Real close to that concert. Oh, what? That's like the 15th? No, that's the end of May. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. The Ryan Adams is the 15th. All right, I can't keep this straight. That's when you're coming to New York and I'm leaving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jenny. So today we're looking at Little House on the Prairie, Season 7, Episode 16. Goodbye, Mrs. Wilder. Do you have a description? The description reads, Laura resigns from her teaching position when she is forced to integrate French and art appreciation into the curriculum. Mrs. Olson takes over the position and begins to alter the classroom instruction while Laura struggles to accept her role as a full-time housewife. The students, meanwhile, are frustrated with their new teacher and hatch a plan to get things back to normal. I have to say, written by Don Batluck, directed by Claxton, we got our old <laughs> glory, dream team back together again. Guys, n- nowhere in the English language is there scarier four words than written by Don Batluck. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't terrible, considering it, it was written by him. It wasn't terrible. I agree. <laughs> um, that description's pretty long and... I know. Somebody actually them. wrote things. <laughs> Usually there's like one line and it's terrible. Yeah, I know. Um, Jenny, I just want to say before we start this, Miss Mrs. Olson's terrible French. Oh, I feel God. Seen. Yeah. I feel yeah, seen. Me too. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so we open on the schoolhouse and Laura is teaching the students about the five boroughs of New York. I have an index card. <laughs> Okay. On, I wasn't going to let that go. Okay. I thought you would do one on the artists. What okay. are the five boroughs of New York City slash a quiz for Amy about New York City? Oh, okay. So if you want to remember the five boroughs of New York City, just think about the Beastie Boys song, An Open Letter to New York City, where the lyrics read, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Staten, from the Battery to the top of Manhattan. Okay. <laughs> it's a great song. All five boroughs came into existence with the creation of modern New York City in 1898. So do we want to discuss the timeline problems right now? Oh, boy. Yeah. We don't know what year they're in, though. Okay. I'm going by they're married a couple years, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Like two years they're married at this point. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. They were married in 1885. Okay. So it's maybe 1888. Okay. Maybe. Okay. New York City would not have been a city for... for 10 years at that like in in 10 years you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be 10 years before new york would yes become and also boroughs. and also she says the brooklyn bridge isn't done yet the brooklyn bridge was completed in 1883 which okay. would have been before she got married mm-hmm. what the fuck dom batluck like why <laughs> Penny, why write that Balick. in isn't it balak i don't put a t in there <laughs> i'm just making his name up but like why would he just fuck up the timeline for no reason why doesn't she just say the brooklyn bridge was built in 1883 which was because two years there ago. are zero fact checkers on the set of this <laughs> like, like they have to write the no. sentence so just write it correctly 
Just say like New York has five boroughs. Well, New York didn't have five boroughs. I mean, it had five boroughs. I don't even know why they're talking about this. Well, okay. So are you done with your index card? (laughs) No, of course not. Go ahead. Um, Because then I'm going to rant into teaching stuff. So go ahead. Okay. So the creation of modern New York City in 1898, when New York County, including the Bronx, Kings County, part of Queens County, and Richmond County were consolidated within one municipal government under a new city charter. All former municipalities were eliminated. Now comes the quiz part. Okay. Amy, what is the population of New York City as of 2020 census? 10 million. No, come on. 30 million. Are you? This is in Tokyo. 110 billion. (laughs) 8.8 million. I said 10 million. Why is that so crazy? That's high. You're off by 2 million people. Okay. I believe that is a reasonable. (laughs) If I said 20 million. Okay. Okay. So by population, what's the most populous borough? Hmm. It's not going to be Manhattan. That's what most people would think. I'm going to say Queens. It's Brooklyn. 2.7 million. Mm. What's Queens? Queens is second, 2.4 million. Okay. Manhattan is third, 1.6 million. The Bronx is fourth, 1.4 million. Staten Island doesn't even have a fucking million people. Yeah. Whatever. Don't even get me started. 495,000. LA has 4 million people. Mm-hmm. Chicago has 2.6. So Brooklyn's actually bigger than Chicago. Okay. It would be the third largest city if it was, if it was its own city. Do you want it to US. be its own city? No. Okay. No, 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 no. We're happy being a borough. I'm speaking for all of Brooklyn right now. We're good being okay. a borough of New York City. The okay. biggest borough, the most important borough, the coolest borough. Okay. What's the biggest by land area? I think that's going to be Queens. That is definitely Queens. Queens okay. is 108 square miles. Queens is huge. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn's next at 69 square miles. So that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Staten's 57. The Bronx, 42. Manhattan's only 22 square miles. Okay. What is the big, what is the most dense? Borough? Uh, Manhattan. Yeah. So this is persons per square mile. Mm-hmm. Manhattan. Uh, Manhattan is 74,000 people per square mile. Ooh. Do you know what the most populous city in the world is? Or most densely populated city in the world? In the world. Yep. I'm just giving you a scale here. Um, is it in India? It is in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Manila. I don't know. 119,000 per square mile. Wow. Um, mm. I forgot when we were doing population, the most populous city in the world is Tokyo with 37 million. Okay. So that's how much bigger that is than New York. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, second most de- densely populated is Brooklyn at 39,000 per square mile. Bronx, 34, Queens, 22, and Staten Island at a measly 8,000. I'm just beating up on Staten Island. This is what New Yorkers do. We beat up on Staten Island. They hate us. Whatever. That's the end of my index card. Okay. I'm going to go into an index card. (laughs) Why? (laughs) We didn't even do anything yet. I'm not in an index card, but I just have a lot of problems around Laura's teaching methods. Let me begin. Okay. Oh, I mean, her class is so problematic. Like, she's always screaming at them for not being ignorant. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So Willie's like, why do I need to know about New York City? I'll probably never go there. And Laura's like, in case you do, in case you go anywhere outside of Minnesota, you will have more than total ignorance to take with you. Then Willie's acting up again. Laura throws him in the corner. Then she talks about the Brooklyn Bridge being built. And Laura's getting angry because her students don't know the boroughs. 
This is not how you access prior knowledge, Laura. First of all, you would say to your class, the first step in teaching new information is you access prior knowledge. Okay, how I'm many tired. of you have ever fallen asleep? How many of you have ever heard of New York City? Me, me, whatever. Okay, what have you heard about New York City? How many of you have ever heard the word Manhattan? Are we what done do you with your TED is? Talk on teaching? Okay, that's what you do. You don't ridicule the students for not knowing (laughs) the boroughs. Every time we visit Laura's class, she's like, does anyone know this? Does anyone know know this? Does anyone, 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 Bueller, Bueller? And why doesn't she just say, like, it's not even like they're saying, we just went over this last week. Like, I'm getting the sense that this is brand new information. Right. Like, I'm wondering, did they have to read something and none of them read it? But I don't think that's what's happening here. I don't think that's what's happening. Okay. So that's my rant about that. Oh, also, the three rivers are Hudson, East, and Harlem. Yes. So Laura's getting angry. Whatever. Just then, Harriet and Mr. Stoller from the school board come in. Oh, I'm sorry. He's from the Board of Education. And he wants to make an evaluation for the school improvement program. Again, this is not how this works, (laughs) but whatever. I mean, you don't know. This is maybe how it worked in 1880s. Maybe. He asks to monitor the class. Here we go again. Like, I'm just going to pop up at your job. Do you feel seen? Oh, God, it's terrible. No, no, because we don't operate this way. (laughs) So Laura is now under pressure. And she's asking the students, do you know the three rivers surrounding New York City? She's like screaming at them. She even asks Carrie. And Carrie's like, oh, like I don't even know What's the difference between a dog and a cat. <laughs> Still. <laughs> so then at home, Laura is angrily cooking. Manly, oh, yeah. <laughs> Manly comes in and he's like, hey, Laura, I'm home. And she's like, she's having what I'm calling the mid-semester breakdown, where she's like, (laughs) I can't teach these kids anymore. They don't know what they're doing. I don't know what's happening. She's like, Manly, can you stop slamming the door that way? (laughs) Manly's like, you need to sit down and chill out. And she's like, I can't, I, I can't, I have to go back to school for an emergency school board meeting. Thanks to Mrs. Olson. And then I wrote, Laura doesn't think there is a woman anywhere she hates as much as this bitch. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's fair. This woman has made her life hell in all kinds of ways. So back at the school board meeting, and I use that lightly because whatever. It's like Charles, Doc Baker, Nels. I couldn't think of a worse school board. Nels, who, all he does is abstain from voting. So like, what is the right. point of him right. even taking mm-hmm. up a seat? Jenny, could you... Think of two other people that would be better on this school board. Carrie and Albert. Wow. <laughs> Carrie and who? Albert. I was going to say bandit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, why not put some, some, like, we learned that Harriet has teaching experience. Okay, so maybe she's fine. But what about Mrs. Foster? Mrs. I thought Foster. was a teacher. Put her Mrs. on there. Foster. Yep. Okay. So, so Harriet is like, there's, Harriet's basically telling the room that their school is shit. Yep. And they need to step it up and they need to get funds for new textbooks, fixing the building, etc. And she says, Mr. Stoller believes the four R's are not sufficient anymore. And they need art appreciation, French, and a dress code. Oh my God. 
Laura's like, what the fuck? First of all, all these students are poor. And you're telling them now they have to come up with dress clothes. Harriet is not considering the needs of her users. No. And secondly, and Harriet is not being inclusive. As a teacher, you should be inclusive. Oh, Harriet's the least inclusive person (laughs) on earth. And secondly, Laura's like, I can't teach French. So Charles is like, these are farmers' children. What do they need with French? Yeah, seriously. And Harriet says, properly taught, we can do this. And she like throws shade at Laura. Yeah, throws total shade at Laura. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of fair. We see Laura's teaching. (laughs) She just screams at everybody for being an idiot, which is like me teaching. That's like if I became a teacher. (laughs) She is no Miss Beetle. This is why I'm not a teacher. She's no Miss Beetle. Does anyone know anything? (laughs) (laughs) So the new plan passes with a vote of two, three to two, because Nels has a Nels abstains, of course. Mm -hmm. So Laura quits, and Charles is like, "Baller, that's my girl, baller." Mm -hmm. Back at the little house, Charles is figuring, and he's trying to that guy. He's trying to figure out what Mrs. Olson's new dress code is going to cost them. <laughs> Albert comes downstairs and says he's starving. I don't know why Albert's in this. I don't know. I don't understand. And and um, uh, Charles throws an apple at him. Charles throws an apple at, uh, apple at him. He's like, eat this. And then Albert's like, I'm not wearing stockings to school. Like, that's it. That's the whole thing. And then Carolyn's kind of worried about Laura because she loves teaching. I mean, you gotta have some dodgy and useless dialogue. It is a Don Matlock masterpiece. It's true. It's true. true. Um, The next day, the kids all have their new clothes on and the bell is ringing. They look like sailors. I know. Mrs. Olsen's already, Jen. She lines these fuckers up for inspection. Yeah, this is like old school. Like Jesus. It's just like, remember those schools they sent the Nazi kids to? Oh, yeah. It reminds me of that. Well, one girl doesn't have her stockings on because her parents don't have the money for them. And this is some Gen X shit right here. <laughs> I know, and totally. Harriet's like, well, can they afford a penny a week? Well, then come to the store and we'll get them for you. Like, what a bitch. Okay. Albert is wearing scuffed shoes and no stockings. And Harriet almost has a heart attack. As they begin, this new kid comes into class, and the boy's like, "What are these clothes? Did what you, is did this you, cult? Did you catch that?" That Harriet was like, "Oh, all right, Carrie." I did. I did. <laughs> so Jenny, this kid, this new kid comes into class, and he's looking around at these people like they're yeah. in a cult. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so. He's like, "Is this, you know, Hitler Youth? What is happening?" <laughs> That's here? what I was trying to say, Hitler Youth. Mm-hmm. So dad said, so the kid's like, what are these clothes I'm not wearing this? And dad's like, mind your mouth, boy, or I'll put a fist in it. (laughs) How? Okay. The new kid sits down and he's immediately starting shit. And Willie gets blamed for it and sent to the corner. Hilarious. So later at home, Harriet is practicing her French and I feel seen. She's like, je ne parlez vous. (laughs) Like, totally me. That's going to be me trying to order a coffee. I mean, French is just a language that makes a fool of you. Yeah, like you, like it just makes you just sound like an idiot when you can't speak it. Like it just makes you sound so like crazy. Did you get um, that Nels was saying caterwauling? Yes. What What is he doing? I don't know. 
Okay. Uh, At the Little House, Charles, again, Dom Bellick taking some liberties here. What is the scene? He's making baby Grace some eggs. I have a theory. I'm going to posit a theory here. Okay. At this point, Michael Landon's shopping for a new wife, if you know what I mean. And he's like, hey, Dom (laughs) Bellick, make me look good. Make me look like I can wrangle these kids, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. There's this long scene with Charles making baby Grace some eggies and feeding them to her and sweet talking her. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It's super annoying. It goes on way too long. It's totally random. Where the fuck's Caroline? Thank you. Albert is painting his legs with, I put some oil or greasy shit. It's coal dust, we find out later. Okay, he's putting more effort into not wearing the socks than just wearing the socks. Just wear the socks. Just wear the socks. I guess they probably, I don't know. I mean, everything was natural fibers then. It wasn't like there was polyester, so like they're not going to be hot. Yeah, I don't know. He's just being a, a rebel. So at school, Harriet is showing the class some sketches. From This is the, the part I noticed when I was doing my intro. And I couldn't stop laughing. At school, Harriet's showing the class some sketches from Da Vinci and the boys are getting all boned up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. They're getting she's, aroused. I don't know. She's like showing some soft porn in class. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay. So, Jenny, this is where I thought your index card would be. No. 
So Mr. Parker, the new boy's father, shows up and he's like, my boy says you've been showing some dirty pictures in here. Some and, some naked ladies. And he was kind of like, where can I see the pictures? <laughs> Let me see them and, and excuse myself to another room. So the dad picks up the pictures and he's looking through them and he's like excited. It's weird. It's weird. So he comes across the, is it the rape of the Sabine, Sabine women? Yeah. By Rubens. And he claims it's the worst thing he has ever seen in his life. And I did not expect Harriet to be on the side of this argument. I have to say. Jenny, this man, if this is the worst thing he's ever seen in his life, he's been living in a bubble. I mean, they're living in 1880 Minnesota. It's true. But then the dad goes, this better be the end of this or I'm calling in the law. And I just wrote, is this floor? Jesus. <laughs> What, the, the morality police? Like, I don't understand who he's calling. At Laura and Manley's, Carolyn and Charles are there for dinner, and they're remarking remarking on how clean the house is and how wonderful the dinner is. A couple of things here. Laura says, I'll put on more coffee. And what does Charles say? I can't. I'll be up all night. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me, what? Charles? <laughs> We've seen you drink coffee at, like, 10 o'clock at night for, like, the last five years. <laughs> but I think, Jenny, what I think he was getting at is that he had already had some and he didn't want more okay but do you notice they're talking about how laura needs to stay busy yes and this made me think of retired dad (laughs) our dad's retired hashtag retired dad Mm -hmm. and he gets on these projects when he gets bored and they they're real strange projects sometimes like painting a rug on his wood floor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah true true story or walking every dog in his neighborhood. Yeah, he became like everyone's dog walker, just mm-hmm. like because he can't be idle. But I so think reti- he, I think he took that on begrudgingly. He can't be idle. So retiring and the pandemic kind of happening around the same time. Well, he retired first, but then the pandemic hit not long after, and uh, like we're like I was really scared of what was gonna what he was gonna do to his house. I know. <laughs> I know his poor wife. Like every day, he's doing something new to his house. It's like tearing something up. Yeah. Where am I? Oh, I wrote, this is all of us for the month of April 2020 when our houses were sparkling clean and we all had homemade for one bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for one month. And then that but all But Laura, Laura's not happy, Jen, because this is a different life. And knowing she's a good housewife is all she needs. And she can't even get through the sentence without crying. She's like, I know taking care of Manly in the house should be enough, <laughs> but it's not. Well, and then when she's crying, like, those tears are sprayed on with a spritzer. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, they're not accurate. That's not how tears work. No. Mm -mm. And she, because the tear, okay, so this is something, this is a Sister Wives reference for those who watch Sister Wives. When Robin cries, her tears come from the outside of her eye, and they should come from the inside of your eye. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So... In school, Harriet is teaching the kids to count in French, and she picks on Albert to stand up and count, and Willie's acting up. Albert. And- <laughs> Remember when he yeah. had French names in class? <laughs> Albert. Albert. After school, Albert tells the new kid the school was so much better with Laura teaching, and they're both like, we got to get rid of this Mrs. Olsen. So when is that state guy coming back, Jen? Tomorrow. Of so course. plan is being put into action. 
Albert heads over to visit Laura and tells her everyone hates Mrs. Olsen and he kind of tips his hand that they're up to something. Well, Albert shows up and I love how Laura's immediately sus. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. are you here for one specific reason? What? Yeah, like, what do you want? <laughs> She's basically like, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, that's a fair way to react when your sibling just shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So that evening, Laura makes Manly lemon chicken, and he's not impressed. No. And she's I have no get- lemon chicken. I've had lemon chicken. It's fucking delicious. It's not cold. I don't she know what this is. She served it cold. It sounded like it was a Mediterranean Greek-type recipe. Yeah, but, like, I've had it, and it's delicious. You cook well, it in a bunch of butter, and lemon is delicious. He hates it, and I put, pro tip, dude. Gen X pro tip. You choke that shit down <laughs> if somebody made it for you. Choke it down. Well, and he asked what's on it, and Laura's like, aspic. And I'm like, they're still, they're still cooking things I have no idea about. Yeah, nope. Mm-mm. What is and he's that? Like, he's like, I would have rathered cinnamon chicken. Okay. What is it? Wait, I gotta see what aspect is. Pause. A savory, we're back. A savory jelly made with meat stock set in a mold and used to contain pieces of seafood. What? What? I feel like this was something that was invented in the 70s. Right? Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. I mean, as soon as it says gelatin, I'm Mm. like, it's something invented. Are you sure know, you I got the name one. of it correct? Yeah, because I, I put on the closed caption. I did your move. Okay. Oh, no, this is old. Okay. Didn't you put tarragon on it, too? Tarragon, I know what fucking tarragon is. Right. I'm not an idiot. I'm just wondering how those two things go together. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, Manly's like, he's just not doing it right. Hey, everyone! chicken i don't know whatever his problem is so we then we have a scene with harriet getting ready for bed wait 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 wait. you know what the lemon chicken ordeal reminded me of oh no what the first time that we heard the f word oh we've told this story when um mom and aunt re were cooking greek food all day which greek food takes all day to cook Mm -hmm, it is mm -hmm. it takes a lot it's it really delicious, but man, it's it's a lot. And they were making, they made their own phyllo dough, mm-hmm. and they made spinacopita. I think that's mm-hmm. what it's called. Yep. And uh, Uncle Joe bites into it, and he's like, "This tastes like fucking burnt newspaper." <laughs> <laughs> and memory Henry went nuts. Like they got yes. to a huge fight because it took them like like ten hours to cook this stuff. All day. We, were, we were young. I think I was like eight, maybe. And you were like, no, no, no. I was older than that. I was like 12. And you were like eight or nine. Yeah, we were young. Yeah. But they got too big. And then they were like swearing and cursing. And we were Do just you like. remember like having to not curse around your parents? Yeah, those days are long over. I'm dropping the F-bomb all the time with mom now. She must hate me. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jenny. So I don't know what this is, but I have a note here that Harriet's getting ready for bed. Nels tells her she's not hot. Did that happen? He, she said she cares about how she looks. That's why she's putting all this like cold cream and like curlers and stuff in oh. her hair. And he's like, right. I wish you'd think about that at bedtime sometimes. I don't know. It was weird. Okay. All right. So later Manly comes to bed and tells Laura that he choked down her chicken with weeds on it. <laughs> and she said... 
She's not <laughs> mad at him, but she's angry at herself because the children are going to embarrass Mrs. Olsen and she actually feels good about it. I mean, come on. Is that bad? Like, can you, is, or is that, is that a bad person thing to do? Because I feel like, why it's is that, that bad? It's that shooting frogging Sh- or whatever. Shit and friggin. Shit and friggin. Shit and friggin. We're just calling it shit and friggin. Shit and friggin. So at school, the boys are plotting. And Willie says, I can't go along with this, guys. This is my mother. Really, Willie? Really? Really, Willie? Okay. She put you in the corner. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's fine. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. Did you see Narc. the stage? And did you see the stagecoach driver? Is fucking barreling in. What is is going on there? That's dangerous. I don't know. So he comes barreling into town and he has the school board because he's late, I think. And then the school board guy jumps out and vomits because of the (laughs) rough ride. In the school, the kids are going bananas. Uh, They're in banana town, 100%. (laughs) It's like footage, raw footage from banana town. That's cool. They're throwing shit. They're acting like maniacs. And then we see Laura walk in and she starts screaming at them. Laura and puts the motherfucking smack down. She really does. And she's like makes them sit down, shut up. Harriet starts crying and Laura explains why the kids are doing this. And she lectures the class and tells them they've learned something under Mrs. Olson and she deserves respect. Really? 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 That's We're she- here? We're here. They okay. learned a couple French sentences, and it's like, I mean, I think Laura's just amazed that they learned anything. I know. She's like, what? You don't know French? You don't know Spanish? Who in here knows how to say goodbye in Spanish? <laughs> Who speak in Mandarin? You don't know the Chinese word for goodbye? <laughs> She's like intense, man. So... She tells the kids, get this room and yourselves back in order now. Can we okay. just say that Willie's future house is going to be round? Oh, yeah. No corners for that. Because <laughs> he's, nope. he's triggered by corners. I'm feeling. Nope. Now we see Harriet teaching and the kids are on their best behavior. Mr. So-and-so seems impressed. And he's recommending that the grant be approved. However, he says... Sometimes the curriculum has to meet the environment. And he's like, these are kids who are growing up in a rural setting. Why would French be useful for them? And then he says, I want you to teach agriculture. And Nels is there. Nels does a, I told you so. He does even worse than that, though. He does a, Laura told you so. So now we see Laura at home. She's hanging up her clothes and the entire school shows up. Yep. They apologize and tell her Harriet will leave if she comes back. And Laura's like, I'll come back if you ditch the dress code. Yeah. Okay. Now at Olson's, Nels tells Harriet it's good to have her back. And he whips her around and he smacks one right he on her lips. He one right on her. How weird was that? It was weird. So in school, now we see Laura introducing them to agriculture. Who knows how to plant crops here? <laughs> Who knows crop rotation? <laughs> Get up here and put it on the board. Oh, my God. And she's teaching, and the new kid antagonizes Willie again, and Laura believes him. She believes Willie when Willie's like, it's this kid. Do we need merch that says believe Willie? And she, Justice for Willie, I think. 
And she sends Ralph to the corner, and then we get a zoom in of Willie looking like he just fell in love with Mrs. Wilder. Who is his stepsister. Yes. In real, in life. real life. And not step, they're... Half? He's adopted. They're adopted siblings. Oh, they're siblings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. The Mimis so the, will correct me. They grew up in the same family. Yep. We get a zoom in. They're in love. End of episode. That's it. Jenny, whose fault is this? This is the Board of Education's fault. Yes, it is, because they don't know how to train teachers, clearly. They don't know how to train teachers. They make some bizarre hoop-jumping process to get money to fund education. What the hell? Like, just fund education. Let's not forget, though. Let's not forget, though, how (laughs) Laura became a teacher. (laughs) She had that trial by fire where she had to talk about Thomas Jefferson. That's right. And then, boom, she was a teacher. (laughs) Well, we see how that went because now she just screams at people for not knowing things that she hasn't taught yet. (laughs) I'm going to say a sentence I never thought I would say. I think Mary was a better teacher. Oh, there's no question. Mary's a better teacher. Laura's a terrible teacher. Wow. Okay. All right, Jenny. So at the end of every episode, we look back on a theme or a lesson and talk about how it stuck with us. We call it our why it's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. What is your why for this episode? This is why I should have taken Spanish instead of French in school. (laughs) I don't know why I took French. Like, I love France. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I just, I go there once in a while. Like, it's not like I'm there all the time. And Spanish would have been so much more, so much handier living in New York City. Like, holy shit, it would be so handy. But no, I I had to take French. Why? I know. I took it, too. That was my thing, too, I took. I feel like people make make you think it's fancy and like something you should do. I think there's this like importance put on it for no reason. I Actually, guess. what I should have taken was Latin. Mm, yeah, I think if you take Latin, you can kind of muster up all those romance languages. Yeah, sure. It just makes you fluent in all those romance languages. Is that no? How it but works? I think I think like verb conjugation and shit starts to make sense. Well, the once roots, you kind the of, roots are similar. Yeah, once you kind of learn it. Jenny, I have, this is why we have to start respecting our teachers more. Oh, I knew Amy was going to go on a soapbox. Go ahead. Get on your soapbox. I just, I've ranted about this so many times, guys. People are so sick of hearing about it. The way that we fund schools is so ridiculous. The shit that teachers have to put up with. I mean, Laura's not the greatest teacher. Don't get me wrong. But she doesn't deserve Harriet coming in there, usurping her. Yep. Freaking... This school board guy showing up, observing yep. her. Like, why don't we just get Laura a little bit of professional development, <laughs> some faculty development, get her some yeah, skills. Your, your kids are not going to know the things you haven't taught them yet, and that's okay. Right. Your job yes. is to teach them those things. Yes. They need some context, Laura. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So that was my why. I mean, just go back 10 episodes and listen to me rant about how we fund schools. Well, that's true. I mean, the way we fund, like, through property tax is a bad, bad model. We need a different way of funding schools. Well, not every state does it that way. Oh, really? Yeah, but Pennsylvania does. So is New York. Yeah. Um. So, Jenny, before we get to what we have coming up next, I want to hear your thoughts on The Last Kingdom. Um, It's good. I like it. What episode did you just watch? Um, the one where he set fire to the boats. Oh, okay. So and he's they, with we, he, so he's with Alfred. Yeah, but Alfred's trying to screw him over, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a complicated relationship. Yes, it is. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's complicated. It's even complicated for Uhtred. 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 I am Uhtred. For I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred. <laughs> it's even complicated in his mind. He can't even get it straight what it's going to be or what it is. Like he's right. always flip flopping. Right. Yeah. And um, so you've met um, Ethelwald, right? The the Tyrion type figure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because everyone's name is Ethel, Athel, yeah. Ethling, I've had to give everybody nicknames. <laughs> so he's the Tyrion, like he's Tyrion. He's the guy. He's the guy that's supposed to be the king. Yeah. Or, or like was mm-hmm. the son of the is the son of the dead king. Yeah. Yeah. He's Tyrion. Um, I have nicknames for everybody, but I won't introduce them yet because you're not far enough. Yeah. But um, I love Ragnar Junior. Do you love yep, Ragnar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Uhtred, smoking hot guys. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, Jenny, what do we have coming up next here? You know what we have coming up next, aren't we? There. Yeah, we're there. Are we there? We're there. Oh man, here we go. The moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> no, the moment we were all waiting for was the blind school fire. Yeah, but now what moment are we waiting for? The end of this nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're waiting for for the ape, Mr. Edwards and the ape. Um, we are ready to partake on season seven, episode 17, Sylvia part one. It's and partake attractive. in, partake in. We are ready to part. What did I say? Partake on. We are ready. Oh you could partake ready- of, you could partake in. <laughs> of. We are ready to partake in. Uh, Sylvia, season seven, episode seventeen. Sylvia, part one. An attractive yet painful and painfully hold on. An attractive yet painfully insecure teenager named Sylvia becomes a victim of a violent rapist as she deals with her domineering father and attempts to keep her secret at school. Albert serves as an unexpected source of comfort for her. A romance soon blossoms, and all is well until Sylvia is revealed to be pregnant. Guys, if you appreciate the humor of our podcast, you may want to skip ahead to see two episodes. We can't laugh at this. I don't know how we're going to make this funny. Oh, we can't make this funny. We can't make it funny. The only thing that might save us is we could probably make fun of each other in some way. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be like a dead serious podcast the next episode. Dead somber mood dead and somber all right guys so if you haven't already check out our patreon we've dropped a couple good things there we did stand by me in april in may we're doing shawshank redemption two more golden girls we haven't announced which ones yet but keep stay in our um subscribe to our mimi b facebook group and you will be kept up to date on all the episodes we're doing there um, if you haven't already, check us out on Instagram, check out our website where you can sign up for our Patreon, which gives you two bonus episodes a month. So we uh, enjoy putting out those. Jenny, anything else before we leave? Oh, God, no. Can I be excused? You're excused. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.